when my day is called, if that's tomorrow or tonight or 50 years from now, that I can honestly hold my head high and just be like, Mike, I'm really dang proud of you. You know, you took risks and you did everything you could to live a great story. Welcome back to the Live a Great Story podcast, a weekly show focused on inspiring you to live your own great story. Each episode touches on universal themes ranging from crazy adventures to overcoming adversity, making a positive impact, changing your life's course, and more important lessons that will help inspire your journey. I'm Zach Horvath, founder of Live a Great Story, and since 2014, I've been on a mission of inspiring and connecting people through stories. What started with some spray-painted street art has now grown into a worldwide movement. We are all on our own journey. No matter where we came from, what language we speak, the color of our skin, or anything that seemingly makes us different, in the end, we are all just humans living our own story. And it's up to you to be the hero of your story, which inspires other people to do the same. This podcast is all about inspiring you and your journey. If you resonate with this episode, please share it with someone who needs some inspiration too. And if you want a reminder to keep living your own great story, head to liveagreatstory.com to buy some inspiring apparel or accessories and for more stories from people just like you. Enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Live a Great Story podcast. Super excited to be chatting with Mike Berlottis today. The Wondering Bus got a lot of cool things to talk about with a lot of travel, a lot of impact, and driving around in a big old bus with a dog. So excited to have Mike on the show. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much for having me. It is an it is an honor as uh, someone who's been a big fan of of you and what you're doing and and what the company's all about. Uh, it's actually really awesome to be on this side of things and. I wish I was talking from the bus, but I just got done a, a big journey and I am enjoying being back at home for right now. Uh, and so being at home is a nice kind of just refresher because uh, it has been a big, big transition and, and coming back to the roots is always nice. Yeah, there's there's the road and then there's home and they're they're both equally amazing. Uh, but you can't stay too long in, in either of them. You gotta you gotta have a little bit of the balance. It's so true, man. And sometimes I feel really guilty for feeling that way. You know, as someone that has is going against the grain, right? You come you come home. You're you're, you're seeing all your friends and, and family, and you know a lot. Um, and and right to to each their own. And I respect anyone who's kind of going your more traditional path but it, it is hard right when you when you come home and you're kind of faced with you know the norm um and just you know it's you know the road is different traveling is different meeting other nomads you kind of get a taste that you're not alone and sometimes when you get back at home it's it, it, it can be hard that reverse culture shock is real it really is man so you were uh, you were about to tell me something about someone on Killy. I want I want to hear this story. Yeah. So for those that don't know, uh, in fall of last year, actually a year ago today, I was still in Tanzania. When I quit my when I quit my Wall Street corporate job, I essentially asked myself, you know, what are the things that I wasn't able to do in the corporate environment that I would love to do now that I had that freedom. 
And one of those things that I'd always wanted to do was to visit, uh, you know, Mount Kilimanjaro and to not only visit it, but to, to climb it successfully. Um, and I originally had booked a trip while I was already working and it was just supposed to be like a 14 day trip. Um, but ultimately when I quit my job, I extended it to, uh, like 45 days and, uh, I didn't have any plan. All I wanted, like, and I literally showed up with a backpack, no plan. The two things I knew I wanted to do and the things that I absolutely had to do was, you know, an African safari. And then of course, Mount Kilimanjaro. And I think I had purchased some gear prior from this trip from, from, you know, live a great story. But, uh, there was a, there was a buddy and a guy that I met on the mountain, uh, that I think was originally from Missouri who, uh, summited with the live a great story flag. And, you know, he had that loud and proud baby at six o'clock in the morning after a seven day trek. And I just thought that was just so epic. And it's just such a, uh, you know, that message is like what it's all about. You know, here we were climbing eight days together, you know, in some really uncomfortable situations. And now him having this pedestal moment on the top of the, on top of Africa, you know, and live a great story. It's so powerful. Like if you truly, really, really read into it and what that message means, it's just so powerful. And, um, I just love what, you know, what you've created, this community that you've created, because, you know, some people have amazing epic memories of people doing some incredible things that they never, ever thought they would probably ever do. So, uh, yeah, and, and I see it all the time from your re-stories from Mount Everest Base Camp to Mount Kilimanjaro to just doing some awesome weekend hikes, you know, live a great story is uh, being displayed loud and proud baby <laughs> so the absolutely crazy thing about that story you just told is literally i just got off a call with jesse bro no way i literally just right before this was on a call with him and i was looking at his content and i was like dude no way dude i was like you commented on one of and i was like wait Wait, wait, wait. And I was like looking at stuff and I was like, dude, no way. And so he, I just had this conversation and heard his side of the story. And the fact that you're on here and that he's on and there and this insane. is happening the same day is wild. That's crazy serendipity. That is amazing. That's so wild. Yeah, Jesse. I mean, I wasn't in his group, but I was the only American in my group. And so he had this like awesome group, awesome camaraderie. And I just was like, like finding ways to just kind of because I my group was all Tanzanians and I kind of went a lot quicker than them and so that ended up me being in their group a lot of the times and uh, yeah we summited together at 6 30 in the morning last year this time literally I just celebrated my one year uh, summit and uh, yeah Jesse was his name which is and now he's doing like Spartan races and doing all awesome like fitness stuff too, which again, like that's living a great story, right? It's not just these, these summits or all it, there's, there's so many ways that you can just live a wonderful story. And Jesse's one of them. That's so cool so though. Crazy, that is yeah. wild. That is wild. <laughs> yeah. Small, small world. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you've seen this yet, but he got, like a massive live a great story tattoo on the back of his his hamstring 
and uh, it's this awesome photo of um, it's a compass that like folds down. So like the top of the compass is a circle, and it's him holding the flag no in the Grand Canyon. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'd seen it on Instagram, and we were talking about it, and then I was like, "Let me see the tat, dude. Where is it on your arm?" And he like <laughs> gets on the camera and like pulls up his like his leg, and it's like like this big on the back of his hamstring. Dude, that's so dope. And, I, and he's tatted up, and that'll be a beautiful one to add to the collection. That's so sick. I have to check it out. Dude, wow, this this world is small, man. This world is small. So crazy. It's like, yeah. Well, cool, man. So you quit your corporate job uh, and then took off to to kind of make a big life pivot. What uh, What led up to that, and what was kind of the circumstances, and how were you feeling and thinking and and what you know kind of was the final straw i'd love to hear more uh about that experience and and like what really prompted you to make that shift because oftentimes a lot of people find themselves in a similar situation and they don't make that jump and they they get stuck yeah man that's a that's a wonderful question and honestly i you know i needed going back to kind of when I was doing the normal nine to five grind, I needed someone to kind of share this message that I'm about to share. Like, I always hoped that I could be someone that Michael needed when, you know, he was being like, oh, I don't know if this is the right move. I don't know, you know, will I regret it? Um, you know, what will my life look at look like? And I know, and I know how hard, how important it is to have people that inspire you and also to people that can kind of help you understand that you're, you're never alone, right? Because there's, there's so many people that experience this in life where you're going down your more traditional setting, you know, because of either, uh, this is what you've always used to be doing. Maybe because this is what your parents want you to do, whatever reason that is, we're going down a certain path. Um, and you know, sometimes we have those moments in life where you think, you know, what if my life looked a little different and should I feel guilty for feeling this way? And Will I be okay if I ever make that jump? And to be honest, you know, it took time. It took a lot of introspective work for me to acknowledge that uh, this was the time in my life. You know, um, you know, so many people gained so much perspective through COVID, right? I think a lot of you know, COVID taught us that life is fragile and life is short, and you know, our tomorrow isn't guaranteed. And we can't live our whole lives waiting for that perfect moment or waiting for all of the, the cards to align because truthfully, there never will be that perfect moment. There will never be that time where it's like, wow, I finally realized that like this is the moment to go experience something else. And to be honest, COVID was that first wake-up call for me. You know, I've been blessed where traveling was always a priority in my family and my life where I was able to get outside of my comfort zone and my and my bubble. And so that planted the seed. You know, I, I grew up camping, all that, but you know, obviously never to the uh, I never expected that my life would would look like this. And so um, yeah, I, I went your traditional route. You know, I, I went, I studied economics and finance in school. I got an awesome job for one of the most prestigious financial firms in the country. I was making over six figures. You know, I had, I had it, you know, and right. And, I, and when I say I had it, right, it's, there's so many different forms of like what, what really matters. Right. And so for a lot of people that'd be like, wow, like, dude, like you, you were crushing it. Like you were living life. And and to be honest, like I got to those moments, right? And I think in life we get to these these moments where it's like, oh, well, I'll be happy when I make six figures or when I'm really just like set up. And, you know, to be honest, I, I had those moments and I 
it was still pretty empty, right? And I think that's just a symbolic way of like life, like right. We we always kind of chase that next thing. We always kind of want more, and to, and to kind of it's really hard for me to encapsulate this whole story because it's like it, there's just so many big moments where I that have been monumental to my growth as a human being and and that have led me to where I'm at now. But long story kind of short, you know, I was able to work remotely during COVID. And um, I had just moved to the city of Atlanta to take a, a new job within BlackRock. And um, I had no friends or family around. I was stuck in the city, literally worked in the office for two weeks before we were sent home. And I was stuck. And then I lost my grandfather from COVID a couple months later. And uh, I wasn't doing the best mentally. And it was kind of the same thing over and over again. You know, wake up, uh, work out go, you know, work and then repeat, repeat. And I, here I am seeing like so many people pass away from COVID so many, like just like negative effects. And I was just like, man, like, 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 what am I doing? Like, am I, if I, if I died today, would I truly be proud and happy of the life that I was living? And, uh, honestly, I, I, I couldn't feel confident that that would be something that I would be like really proud of the life that I was living. I always had a zest for travel. I always had a longing to take some type of sabbatical. But here I am at the time, I think I was 25. I'm like, you know, that's it's still a little early to make kind of a, a huge jump like that. But I went, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go hit the road. I, I'm going to just go, I'm going to, you know, obviously COVID was really serious, but I need to just go hit the road and just get like a breath of fresh air because what I'm doing here in Atlanta is like not working and it's not doing, and it's not working well for my mental health. And so I had two friends that were working for Apple on the road that had rented a van. And I was like, well, if they can work for Apple, I can work for BlackRock. And so I met them in Jackson Hole. We spent about a week together. Um, and then I was like, I'm just going to go on my own journey and continue. And so I met another guy on the road that was working for BlackRock, and which is just weird in itself. And we ended up traversing through Montana and Idaho together. And then 150 days later, I made it, or I, during that time, I went up to Alaska. We were told that we were going to be remote for the foreseeable future. I flew from Alaska to Atlanta, put my whole apartment into storage. And at that point, I didn't even have a home. I didn't have a, like, a, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Flew back, bought a travel trailer, hooked it up to my Jeep, and then traversed all the way from Alaska, Washington, you know, Oregon. California to Nevada to Colorado all the way back to home, which is Philly. And at that point, I'm just like, wow, I finally feel free. I finally like this is an adventure. Uh, I met so many amazing, amazing human beings, like so many awesome stories from people just showing me so much acts of kindness and compassion. And I was just like, you know what? This is what I feel like life's all about creating human connection, living with experiences, simplifying my life. And so I found this quirky school bus. I was in Utah in Zion, like living off grid. And um, I found this bus on Facebook Marketplace. And I remember seeing it and I was like, you know what? This is it. This is what I want to do. I was like, I made a promise to myself that if I was going to buy this bus, that I would sell my Jeep. I would sell my trailer. I would simplify my life. And I sent one of my buddies one of my best friends to go buy the bus. The bus was purchased and I went home and I did exactly that. Sold my car, sold my trailer. So most of my belongings for the next three months, I, it was about half converted bus. So I spent an extra, 
you know, three to four months getting it to the way that it is now, or excuse me, the way that it was. Then I went on another big epic trip, went all the way up to Banff and Jasper and, you know, another huge trip. Um, then I ended up selling it when the market was hot. I ended up buying another bus. This new bus is like bus 2.0. It's been made for me to live in it full, full time. It has everything I could ever need. Um, and yeah, so I've, I've, I've jumped from, uh, I started in the back of my Jeep, sleeping in my Jeep. Then I went through a trailer. Then I went to my first bus and now I am finally, finally done. And my bus now that is it's my final bus one of my best friends um shout out to steve steve helped me build it um and it's just everything i could have ever dreamed of and more and you know this whole journey started june 30th 2020 now it's november 3rd 2022 i've been enriched with so much life experience and i've learned so much about myself and I just really appreciate the small things in life. And honestly, if I never would have, to, and this goes back to what Michael needed to hear three years ago, you know, if you never take that chance, you'll never know. And there's no such thing as failure. There's only lessons. And so I've learned so much, even through moments, you're right. It's not, it hasn't all been, you know, all good, right? I've had so many moments of losing friends, people thinking that I'm crazy, people hating on it, you know. I've had people say, you're crazy. I've had my family be like, are you, you know, are you sure? Right. And giving up a six figure job at one of the most prominent financial firms in the world is hard. But at the same time, there is no practice life. This is my life. The only way that I'm able to figure it out is by through experience and learning and just figuring out who I am. Right. There's traveling. And as I'm sure you know, this traveling is a different type of education. There's no such you know, it's a different type of education that the classroom can't provide you, um, you know, your edu educational system, any type of job. And I truly believe a sabbatical or just kind of getting out there, seeing the world is just a beautiful type of education that I've been blessed to receive so early. And so with that, that's really shaped my life. I've learned so much of what I'm capable of and how adaptable I am. And I learned to just, uh, be around so many different types of people. And so for that, again, I'm sorry that is long. It's really, excuse me, it's really hard to encapsulate. But uh, yeah, it's a little bit about my story. You know, I never thought that at 27 years old that I'd be living in a bus with my dog and traveling, you know, through the country and quitting my job. I mean, couldn't write, uh, you couldn't write a better story, honestly. And the most awesome thing is, is when my day is called, if that's tomorrow or tonight or 50 years from now, that I can honestly hold my head high and just be like, Mike, I'm really dang proud of you. You know, you took risks um, and you did everything you could to live a great story. That's awesome, bro. Super cool. Thank you for the complete rundown and, and the whole whole journey. And wow, man. I mean, yeah, basically... I guess like two and a half years on, on the move and, um, bussing it and all over, all over everywhere. And I can only imagine, yeah, the, the experience and the connections and the growth and, you know, personal understanding. Uh, I think that, you know, it's such it's hard to make that leap and a lot of people don't make that leap. Right. And it just gets harder. It's, it's, it's not easier. Uh, I'm grateful that I started on this track 
in my early 20s and have been doing this for you know so long because you know how hard would it be now to you know take take a take a like quit the job sell the stuff you know hop in a bus or jump on a plane or whatever and and go go somewhere else because uh definitely definitely a lot it doesn't get easier to do that and i think that's what people need to understand right like you know, your 20s are, are valuable and meaningful in, in so many ways, right? But if you look at it in, in just kind of a bird's eye view, right? Your 20s are your time to kind of learn as much as you can about yourself, uh, to take risks, and, uh, you know, before your responsibilities increase, right? And um, God willing, I will have an amazing family, an amazing wife, and I will get to do all of these wonderful things with them. Um, but for right now, you know, the more, and also this goes back to the, the corporate job as, as well. The more that I said yes, right, the more that I ingrained myself more into the corporate culture, uh, the harder it would have been for me to kind of pull back, right? And so, you know, that's one of the things that I would I would challenge people with is, um, you know, we we have we have different windows of our lives to be able to do uh, certain things, and right, not that uh, you know a fifty year old um, who is more mature in their life. Not that they can't do those things, right? Um, but it, it, it's a little bit easier, right, for me to kind of just like pick up and go, right? And and that's and, and having that freedom is a, is a luxury. And just being born in the United States, like all of these things that I, we, I it's just I'm so blessed to have all of the things that I have, and I'm I'm, I'm really really grateful. And that's you know, but just going back, it's like the more that you say yes, the more that your responsibilities increase, whether that's a mortgage or, you know, a wife or a kids or, you know, being a senior partner at a firm, right? You know, your responsibilities are increasing. And so the twenties are the time, right? To, to take risks, to learn more about yourself, uh, to figure out what works, what doesn't, what hobbies you're into, what, you know, what's the environment that you like to be around, right? All of these things, uh, are so monumental, and I think the 20s present a really unique opportunity to try to just different things, right? And again, you learn. Like we're, we're a sponge and we're learning as much as we can right now. And so I would just challenge individuals where they think that, you know, they could either do it at 35, 40, whatever that is. Sure, absolutely, you can. But also view your 20s as a window in your life where, you know, this is, this is a great opportunity for you, right? And also... Uh, health, right? We take our health for granted, right? So while you have, you know, so many people say, oh, I'll do it later on when I retire or, um, you know, as I grow older, like, yeah, I I hope you do. But at the same time, just acknowledge like health is wealth. And if you have that, you know, if you have uh, the means to do it now, like hike Mount Kilimanjaro, right? Me being 27 fit, I have the means to do that right now. And I feel really um, happy that I can do something like that. And so, um, and right, we hear it all the time. Do it while you're young. I've had so many people from just sharing my story and meeting, you know, my mom's friends, family friends, whoever people, you know, it's like, do it while you're young. I hear it all the time. And there's so much weight in that because I, you know, I see the twenties as a really unique opportunity to, to try awesome things and, um, hopefully not, you know, create a, a quarter life crisis later down in the life. So I'm 32 and I took tons of risks in my 20s. I started a business. I never had the corporate job. I 
you know, Airbnb'd my house so that I could start my company. I slept in my Honda Element on the weekends so that I could, you know, not have to work and build my business. I couch surfed and hitchhiked and did all the crazy stuff. And, you know, most, I think on the spectrum of, of like maxing out your 20s, I, I definitely did that. And I still wish I would have done it more. I still wish I would have like pushed it harder. And, uh, and, you know, luckily a lot of people told me, you know, when I was 20, my 30 year olds are like, do it while you're young, yeah. you know, uh, 40, 50, like people will always tell you like, yeah. keep doing it. And so luckily I listened to them. So if you're listening to this and you're out there considering, you know, you could, kind of take this more safe route from after college or after high school or in your mid twenties, or you could, you know, roll the dice and book that trip or do that crazy adventure, like freaking go for it because, you know, you don't get that back and, uh, it only gets harder. Oh, and gosh. actually, bro, uh, so the funny thing is, is, um, so I took a, a big trip when I was 22. So I didn't go to college. I um, have always kind of been entrepreneurial, creative, have been trying to start my own thing since high school and probably earlier. And uh, so anyway, I and then at 22, I bought a one way ticket to Europe and ended up traveling for seven months. And so that's how Live a Great Story started, because I, I basically took that leap. I was like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I like photos. I like writing. I like travel. Um, the little bit of that I've done, like, let's see what happens. And so through that, I was couch surfing and hitchhiking and staying in hostels and meeting people from kind of all over the world. And uh, that's how Live a Great Story started, because I was, you know, getting to do much like you did of, you know, interacting with people from all walks of life. And so that was 10 years ago on uh, 10 years ago. And I'm actually uh, about to take off on another trip. So I'm I'm practicing what I'm preaching. Me too, baby. And my girlfriend and I. Yeah, there you go. Um, I love my girlfriend and I at the end of the year are taking off for a year um, around the world. Dude amazing i am so happy for you yeah man um super stoked and that's why i was uh super cool to uh talk to jesse about tanzania and um kenya and a lot of that area because that's for sure on my list around that time and he was like yeah dude you gotta go on the safari go on a longer safari i was like sweet noted uh that's that's cool good intel and um, I don't think we're going to do Killy, but, um, that was, you know, I was I really vibe with that and, and hearing that side of the, the story and, um, a lot of other adventures. So have you, so you've done tons of the U S how much have you traveled internationally? Um, I would say, I mean, I, I, I've been, I've been to, to Bali and Greece and Turkey and Portugal and, um, Mexico, Canada, um, a lot of the Caribbean, uh, but, and so you've, you've got yeah, out there for sure. Yeah. Then. And then, um, in January, or excuse me, two days after Christmas, I booked a one-way ticket to Ecuador. And so I'll be backpacking, uh, through Ecuador and then Peru and possibly Bolivia, um, which I'm super stoked about that trip, um, to, you know, I, I've never been to South America. I have a Latin background, and so I really want to immerse myself and kind of just learn, learning Spanish. And um, you know, I'm working remotely as well, so it's not it won't be all kind of fun and games. But um, international travel is something I'm equally as passionate about, right? I, you know, there are a lot of different cultures within the United States, but um, 
you know, obviously there's just, our, our world is so grand. It's so big. And there's, there's so much to see out there. Um, you know, Tanzania was a special trip for me. I think that was like, that was my first solo backpacking trip where I never like, and I, I think this is the coolest part about growth. Uh, my bus life journey through nomading all through the U S um, you know, from living at Walmarts to, to, you know, Cracker Barrels, like I learned to be alone and to really appreciate solitude and to understand that this is, it's really important to, in those moments to, to really just grow. And, uh, I, I think through that journey, I was able to, to gain the strength to be like, yeah, I'm going to go to Tanzania, a place that is completely unknown, you know, a third world country and, and to really immerse myself with beautiful people, beautiful landscapes, and to just see what, uh, what is out there. And, uh, right. We all, we, there's, there's so much about what like the media says and all that. And I think it's just so important for us to, um, gain our own perspectives of areas and places and people. And so that was my time to just to go and to really immerse myself. So international travel, if you, you know, is such a wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, you know, there are places where the U S dollar can take you very far as well. So, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you're just graduated from college and maybe your funds aren't, you know, super stacked, you know, I went after college to three, four weeks to Bali and, um, and ended up being a, a you know, a, a cheaper, right. Uh, I want to put that in quotes, a, a cheaper vacation. Um, but also just acknowledge that not all expense, all vacations have to be expensive. Um, you know, just like how you said, there's couch surfing, there's hostels, you know, Southeast Asia, you can stay at a hostel for, you know, $10 and live off of $30 a day, right? Um, it doesn't have to be grand. And that's what I also want people to understand as well. Uh, and it doesn't also have to be a big trip, right? It it doesn't have to be a bus. It doesn't have to be a one-year sabbatical, right? There's there's so many different forms and, and of ways of just like going out for an adventure or living a great story, whether that's through you know, working out or uh, going on a weekend adventure or picking up piano lessons. Like there's, there's just so many, and I don't want people to think that it's all about travel, right. Or, you know, it has to be about bus life. And that's one of the things that I always try to share. Uh, Your dreams aren't my dreams and that's the most beautiful part of it. Um, But your dreams are absolutely worth chasing. And, um, you know, mine just happened to be uh, a bus and living the van life and, you know, traversing through. But, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're listening, just acknowledge that, uh, yeah. And you can start, you can start small. It's like, like before I, I started on my trip a decade ago, I was like, Oh man, I'm going to about to go travel the world. I got to like practice this. And so I was like doing, you know, I was like hanging out in Austin, trying to like become a, a traveler, you know, adopting like a travel mindset in Austin where I was, you know, like I hitchhiked in Austin and I like would walk out, yeah. I would be, I would go out and be by myself in the city yeah. and like, how do I, how do I meet strangers and, you know, how do I look at things differently and how do I, how, how do I, how am I in the same place, but I can, you know, appreciate things from a, of a new perspective and, um, even like quick road trips, like around the city totally. to, to like barrier, uh, barrier cities. And so, you know, there's, there's a lot of, you don't have to, you know, I think, especially, you know, driving all around the, the entire like, North America or going internationally, like those are obviously really cool and, and big goals. But 
you don't have to do that. And, 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 uh, people can start small and, and you can work your way up and getting a taste of it, yes. whatever it is yes. that you can like get that taste of, yes. of the road or, or adventure or, um, your comfort zone. It's like, just, just get a taste and keep pushing that slowly. And, you know, you'll, you'll keep expanding that and it'll keep growing, but, uh, you know, there's, you don't have to jump in with both feet. It's so true, man. Like, you, you know, just starting small, right? And it's a mental muscle that you have to grow, right? Like I didn't wake up and be like, you know, have all of this aptitude to do all these things. Like I, I truly have had to grow as an as an individual and as a human being and, and um, just understanding what I'm capable of. You know, I never thought that I would be able to do stuff like this where I could just confidently book a one-way ticket and uh, have peace, you know, and, and I think that's all a testament to just getting comfortable with the uncomfortable, right? We, we hear that a lot, you know, and growth doesn't come from comfort zones. And um, I'm just really thankful to have had the growth that I have had. And it's all because I took a chance, right? It's all because I took a chance. And I believe that I'm in charge of my life. Um, and there's no one that's going to spoon feed me my own dreams. And uh, it's up to me to make it happen. But I want to hear more about this trip because I'm super stoked for you and your girlfriend. That's literally goals for me. Um, I just need to find a lady that's down to do it with. <laughs> but um, tell me a little bit about your trip. What, are there any um, highlight point locations that you're super excited? Uh, did you book one of those like around the world tickets? So we did not book around the world ticket. Um, ticket. Those that was an option. So those are a little bit limiting, and especially when you're going for a year, there's a lot of unknowns and variables that can happen when booking those. Uh, so we considered it. Also, it ended up being most likely more expensive to book a full around the world ticket. Um, we're doing some credit card hacking and stuff like that. So, uh, pretty much trying to get this whole trip for free flight wise, um, which works out. And the kind of overall idea is that we're going to go to 12 different places where we want to settle in and be there for a while. So on that Europe trip, I bounced around, I hit like 50 cities or something in seven months. So it was like always moving, always packing up, unpacking, meeting new people. And so we're like, Hey, let's, let's hit some cities. Let's calm down. Let's take our time, you know, slow travel and soak into a city, get to know, you know, the culture, get to know some locals, find our coffee shops, find our restaurants, find our gym, find our yoga classes. And so, yeah, very excited. And uh, so as it's looking now, like the first quarter of the year, we're going to be in Southeast Asia. So all around that area, starting in Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia, Bali, most likely, is how it's looking now. And then we're popping over to Turkey and uh, possibly Georgia. Uh, so that's kind of a cool random, we're hitting a lot of places that are kind of off the beaten path or harder to visit with, uh, families or, you know, small kids in the near future. So we're like, where can we go that like pushes it a little bit? So, um, yeah, so looking there and then yeah, Africa and then over to South America for the fall. So we're definitely like chasing the perfect weather the whole time. So pretty much like, like if you look up when's the best time to go to Thailand is like January and then it's like Bali, April, you know, and it's like 
Kenya, got to go for the wildebeests in September and October. Like, perfect. We're going to be, so it's like hitting all the best spots and just chasing the sun and, you know, keeping, we're going to backpack it. So just have, you know, single carry-ons and uh, just hit the road and see what happens. That's just amazing. You guys are going to learn so much as a couple, like grow so much as a couple, uh, adapt to so many. I mean, it's just, I, can't wait because I know that experience will will come in my, in my future. But uh, I'm so happy for you, man, because that's really really exciting and just something that people dream of. And you're and you're doing it, dude. You you are actively living a great story and doing it. And I applaud you. Thanks. I had a very specific moment where I, you know we were kind of considering this trip, and you know like business and career and, and, you know, family and city and everything. And I had this moment where I was like, if I was 85 years old, looking back on my life, what would at this crossroads, which is the better story? And, and I just, I just, and it hit me. I was like, there's no way I can't go on this trip. Like this has to happen. And from there on, it was just like, this is, this is the route. And, uh, you know, you can all, there's always excuses not to do it, but make that choice to go. And I just, it clicked and it's been moving. That's amazing. When did you have that moment? Uh, we just booked the trip about a month. We got our first flight. So we only have the first flight in the first month of Airbnb. So we just booked the Airbnb a week ago or so. And the flight was about a month ago. And so it was kind of in that time frame. It's happening pretty quickly um, for the most part for this first step. And we had been talking about it and we're kind of a new couple. So it was kind of like, this was always like a conversation from the beginning, but it's like, Hey, if we're going to do this, like, let's like it works out. This is kind of our, our golden window to do it. Um, and then, yeah, so I'd say it's about, it's about two months ago and I, it was, it was a very cool, like I always talk about that. It's like, you know, what's, what's the better story, right? Like if you're going to, like whenever you come to a crossroads, choose a better story. That's really going to stick with me. Yeah. It, it, it was, it was, it was like a moment and I was like, whoa, like that's cool to have that theory about, you know, choose the better story, totally. but then to actually like, like sit in it and be like, hell yeah, let's go. Like this is, this is it. That's what's really cool because I feel like when you ask yourself that, it can be so black and white. Where it's like, there's so many things. Well, what, what do you? How do you feel about it? Or like, like where? Like, no, it becomes so black and white. Where it's like, what is a better story, right? And I think that's so cool, um, and that's really going to stick with me. Uh, how did you and you? How did you and your girlfriend meet? We met at a health conference, so we had a bunch of mutual friends, and last year. Yeah, we were at a health conference. We were both fresh out of um, other relationships, so it was very unexpected. And we just started kind of hanging out, talking about a lot of things, became really good friends. We were be best friends uh, for a while. And then we were both kind of licking our wounds um, from, from the relationship. And then just we kind of found ourselves in a, in a romantic relationship yeah, traveling and, and taking a one year. Uh, so who's going to be shipping me my living great story products now? That's the big question. <laughs> who's going to be taking care yeah. of the business? So, yeah. Um, I have one guy, Tyler, who ships all the orders. So, uh, he's been shipping them for a while now and he's going to be manning 
the the warehouse shed uh, here in Austin and kind of making some changes. The podcast, so I'm kind of at a point where obviously like the products are cool and like love rocking the shirt. You're rocking a hoodie. I'm going to keep releasing stuff, but releasing uh, like more specialized things and not just trying to push gear for like the last couple of years. The brand has really been about products and, you know, you wear your hoodie out into the world and people point to it and talk to, talk to you about it and ask questions and it creates an opportunity. So for that reason, like are going to always have cool products and better, more technical stuff and, you know, more quality, different things like that. But uh, now I'm kind of getting back to like this. So it's like, how can I share more stories? Because literally every day people send me stories that are amazing. And I'm like, I need to help get these stories out there. How can I help amplify the stories that are happening inside of the community and and people? And because that's, you know, the, the products are are the, are a degree of that. And they're kind of a catalyst for it. But there's something deeper about live a great story than just the products. And, uh, and those are really the, the stories and the people behind the stories. And so, uh, recording all the podcasts and, and just helping amplify that and then telling stories from the road too. So that's the next part is we're going to be, you know, yeah, that's amazing. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. You're going to cross paths with so many beautiful people with incredible stories. So I love that. I'm excited to listen along. I love what you're doing uh, in Austin, you know, from afar, from just following you on um, on social, just how everyone gathers. You know, I would I think that is just so, so cool. Right. And, you know, it kind of stinks that like when you think about like things to do, like the first thing that comes into mind, it's like, oh, go eat out, go do, you know, whatever. Like you're getting into such rawness with with individuals that are coming together and I, I've never been uh, to one of your gatherings where you're exchanging stories but from afar it just looks so amazing right and um, it's just I think human connection is what life's all about sharing stories inspiring others uh, being able to gain strength and wisdom from other people and other people's ex- past experiences and just understanding that we're not alone in this life and um, I think we're created to connect with other human beings and, and that's exactly what you're doing. So I applaud you. I wish I could be a part of it. Uh, and I only wish that this, that there were more places to do stuff like that because unfortunately it, it just does not exist. And, it, uh, honestly it's not normal. Right. And that's kind of a, a bummer, right. Where we can't just gather and to share and to be vulnerable because that's what life's all about. I truly believe it. Uh, some people could disagree, uh, but I think there's just so much to gain from what you're doing. And so I just really want to give you um, a lot of props for that because you set up that all up. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. And yeah, it's been it's been quite the journey, like Live a Great Stories, eight and a half years old now. So it's been around for a while, has gone through tons of ups and downs, lots of uh, trials and, and lots of lessons learned the hard I'm way, sure, man. but there's something deeper there. And, uh, just grateful to been able to like, hang on and keep it going and to stick with something. And, I'm excited to keep it going. You know, it's like I just, this year I decided that live a great story is going to be around forever. Uh, I'm not trying to sell it. I'm not trying to, you know, move on. It's, it's my thing for, 
forever. And I just want to keep making a positive impact with it and keep telling stories and bringing people together. And so uh, excited to see where it goes and see what the future of Live Great Story holds. And I appreciate you being a part of it and, um, you know, rocking the hoodie and being out there in the world. And, and that's, that's such, such an important piece of what this is all about because uh, Live a Great Story is because of the people, right? Mm-hmm. And the people that are um, part of it. And, and, and it really just uh, acts as a, a way for you to share your story because then your story reaches other people and then that inspires their story and it creates this ripple effect. Absolutely, man. It's so, so powerful. And again, like there's so many different shapes and sizes of it. And that's what's so beautiful is that we're all so uniquely made. And um, we all have these ways where that we can live a great story. And I'm about to run the Philadelphia Marathon and I'm bring, I have the live a great story flag as well. So I'm going to be hanging that, holding that loud and proud, um, which I'm super, super excited for. Um, and, uh, I haven't told many people this, but I'm really excited. I've never had such a challenge and such a, but this will probably be one of the most rewarding things of my life, but I did sign up for a full Ironman. And, um, you know, it's like, I remember writing my why because it's something that's really important to me because there's going to be so many hard days and good days and moments that I just want to say, what the heck did you do? And so it was really important that the day that I signed up that I took some moments to journal and to take that solitude. Um, and it was, I, to, I wrote on there, right? To like, to live a great story, to inspire, to be able to tell my children one day and um, all of these things that are really, really important to me. And uh, it's, I hired a coach, you know, I'm eight, nine months out. Um, but through this, right. And through this whole journey that I'm about to, that I'm currently embarking on, you know, I just really, it all goes back to like, at the end of my life, like, what can I be proud in? And what can I like really hold my head high with the life that I've lived? Um, because I, you know, obviously these, these, it's just, yeah, it's just so much more, um, to me than just kind of a race, right? Like it's all the, all the hard days, all the sacrifice from having my family there to support me all these wonderful things that I get to look back at in life. And just, again, it goes back to just being really proud of myself and, um, I'm excited. Yeah. It all goes back to just, I'm going to hold that flag baby because, uh, it hopefully will inspire someone else to do some epic things as well. Amazing dude. Super cool. Love the, the fitness goals. That's such a, the health element of being able to hike and like breathe. Yeah, and dude, I, I got into, I, I walk around the world. I heard you had said that, uh, you do some yoga. So this year I introduced yoga into my life. Amazing. Can't say enough wonderful things. Um, the mind and the body are, are intertwined. They're connected. You take care of your body, the mind will soon follow and, um, you know, health is wealth, right? And, uh, it's one of those things that no matter how much money you have, no matter how, you know, how much, like if you don't have your health, like what do you have, right? We've experienced this where we're, we either get sick or we get COVID and you realize like, wow, like I am like, I can't do anything without my health. And so if you have the means, um, do some amazing, amazing things, um, because not everyone gets to experience that. Um, and I, and there's this quote and I can, 
I might totally butcher this, but I don't have to do these things, right? Like I don't have to wake up at six in the morning and go on a, a 10 mile run, but I, I get to do these things. Right. And I think that's such a, uh, an amazing perspective too. And I try to remind myself all the time. Right. And it, that goes back to traveling. Like I don't have to like live in a bus and traverse, but like I get to, and like, that is such a privilege that I am so grateful for. And I think and I say this to so many people that are struggling and it's not to um, omit anything that they're going through, but uh, it's to life is all about perspective. And it's really how you kind of look at certain situations in life where, you know, so many people would think that being in Walmart in a bus is like crazy and stupid. But like, I'm just grateful that I have shelter over my head. I'm grateful that there's a Walmart that has food and nutrients and all of these wonderful things that it's like, and it, uh, it, I could go on down a huge rabbit hole too, but it's just something that I'm also really passionate about sharing um, because I understand uh, my privilege of just being an American citizen and, and all of these things that we take for granted, including myself, right? I only say this because I am guilty of this. Like I am guilty of thinking some ways, um, but if you really view life through uh, different lenses, then I think that ultimately you can learn a lot, you can gain strength, you can gain wisdom. And so um, I have no idea the why I went down this tangent, but I also <laughs> I felt like it was passionate to I was passionate to share it. <laughs> share it, bro. Share it. Uh, I guess in a few words, what does live great story mean to you? No, that's a, that's awesome, man. I uh, I was actually just kind of about to ask you that. Um, live a great story, man. It's so deep, right? It's like it can be so deep, and I'm a very deep person, deep introspective person, and I and I knew that you were going to ask me this. Um, I think it's just living a life that you're proud of, living a life of integrity. I think um, integrity is really important. Um, and again, your, your story is, is you're constantly writing it, right? Uh, you, we hold the, uh, the pen to our own story and, um, you know, each chapter holds different, uh, our different moments of our lives are in different chapters. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, when my grandson or my, uh, you know, my kids are, they ever picked up that book, I want them to just read it very, very proudly. Um, and just be like, wow, like he inspired people. He lived a life true to him. Um, and he lived a life filled with compassion and integrity and love and just purpose. And, um, I think if you're able to live a great story with those, with those pillars, um, it will, it will ultimately lead to a lot of fulfillment. And, um, I'm just really grateful to have know like to, to be able to understand this early and to constantly and uh, and just to be careful with what I'm chasing in life uh, because there are a lot of things that can be um, sticky or dirty or things that uh, aren't that does not lead to fulfillment but I believe if those are your pillars of integrity passion purpose adventure compassion love then ultimately whatever shape and size um, your story is it will be a wonderful one at the end Amazing. Thank you, brother. What does it mean to you, to the man that created it, that created this community? I want to hear it from you, brother.
The beauty of Live a Great Story is that it's constantly evolving and that also in each moment that question can change. And what's been really cool with Live a Great Story for me is that now eight or nine years into this, I've seen so many different versions of what Live a Great Story means and it's evolved. When I first started this, I never thought that I would be where I am with Live a Great Story. And so uh, I think, you know, in the beginning, it was a lot more about adventure and, you know, uh, travel and um, kind of breaking rules and, and crafting your own narrative. And in the last couple of years, it's really evolved into the people that you spend time with, uh, getting in touch with your heart, um, being yourself and feeling yourself and thinking yourself and um, just giving yourself time and grace and love to really find your path and to have the courage to listen to it and then really just to do that with people that you care about and to surround yourself with um, a loving community and a loving family and um, just to keep growing and to keep supporting other people in their growth as well. Totally. I absolutely love that. And I think you mentioned your great community. Um, I also like when people understand like traveling and the zest for adventure and all that, like that, that is awesome. And you will learn so much from that. But also what I've learned is the importance of community, uh, the importance of, you know, connection and having wonderful people around you that support you and love you. And um, I think that's what, again, life's all about the human connection piece, whether that's with friends or family. Um, you know, I've had a lot of amazing memories alone and, um, I shouldn't say alone. I've, I've had my dog, but, uh, my dog can't really talk to me. And there's a lot of moments in my life where I've looked over my right shoulder or my left shoulder. And I, I want that, right. Whether that's my mom or a girlfriend, wife, whatever, you know, like, I think moments, experiences are meant to be shared. Um, yes, they're beautiful and they can be so beautiful alone, but, at the same time, that community piece and surrounding yourself with a loving, supportive community that will be there for you on your good days and your bad days and everything in between. Um, I've realized the importance of community and also quality over quantity. Having a lot of friends is, is awesome, right? But I think having that core group of people that ultimately know you for you and that, to know, that know your weaknesses and that want to help shape you to be the best version of you. So it's all about, man. You know, I, I've I'm lucky where I've have have lost a lot of friends and gained a lot of friends, and also met a lot of people that have come and gone out of my life. Right, with traveling, it's awesome, but you do meet a lot of people that come and go. And I think if you appreciate uh, each one for who they are and also what you're able to take away, although they may not be able to be in your life from a long period of time, you can still gain so much. Um, from just those short interactions. And so I think community, which you are forming, which you are creating behind your brand is such a meaningful, beautiful thing that I have really grown to appreciate. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, brother. Yeah, this has been a great call, man. I, I'm excited to have done this now. Like, this has been a long time coming. I know. It's uh, been like so, it's so many months. And it's, God, I remember, dude, I, uh, I watched your TED Talk because um, I got approached to do a TED Talk. I never ended up doing it. Um, but uh, I still, it's kind of still on my heart. But I also, you know, I don't know. 
Anyway, I watched a TED Talk months, probably a year ago, maybe. Actually, a year ago. Um, and then I think I bought... I first started with the sweatshirt, then I bought the flag, and then I just ended up, I think, just reaching out to you. I remember reading one of your, like, blogs or new weekly newsletters that you sent out, and I'm a big person of just, like, just reach out. You never know. You never freaking know. Um, at the very least, you have a friend, and, um, yeah, it's just so cool to now see two worlds collide to us. Um, you know, I can put a face behind the brand. Um and it's just really cool. So thank you so much. It's been uh, it's been awesome. It's funny. Jesse uh, ended up just DMing me, and uh, he goes, <laughs> "Big, uh, yeah." He said he he was nervous and that uh, he's not the greatest storyteller. Jesse, I'm sure you did great, my man. Don't don't uh, cut yourself short. I mean, this guy is he was awesome. It's so cool. And I think also like right like social media gets a lot of you know a lot of. Um, a lot of hate, right? And and rightfully so. I, I'm not the biggest social media guy. I've gone through a lot of moments of uh, having to just remove myself for months and months. But the the cool part is, here's a guy that I you know hiked Mount Kilimanjaro with, who I'm now able to stay in connection with, um, and just see all the amazing things that he's accomplishing in his life and the traveling and all that. So, um, and then also just a little great story, seeing all the things from afar of what you're doing, what people are doing, and I just think that is. It's awesome. Uh, there's a lot of human connection that can be created through social media. You know, I've had so many people reach out through my Instagram handle being on my bus to host me for, for dinners and adventures and all that good stuff. So it's so cool. Another, it's just another, that community, it's important, but obviously social has its, uh, can be a blessing and, and a curse at the same time. <laughs> of course. Well, how can people find you, Mike? Yeah, so I uh, I'm only on Instagram at Wandering Bus Dude. Um, you know, there you can. What I I try to on that platform um, try to just inspire people. Um, try a lot of you know self help stuff, personal development stuff, stuff that you can apply in your own life. Uh, a lot of the messages are kind of stuff that I've learned from my own experiences, my own struggles, and so. Um, I've decided that that's the way that I want to use my platform. Um, you know, it's not about me. It's about you guys. Um, you'll be able to see my upcoming trips on there, uh, Ecuador, uh, Peru, I'll be backpacking and then, uh, my Ironman journey as well. So I will be inner, I will be, um, adding some, some fitness in there as well. Um, cause that'll be a, a huge journey, uh, within itself. And then of course, if you want to See a Siberian Husky who is amazing. Bailey is my partner in crime that is traveling everywhere. She just ran right next to me, uh, but she's on there as well. So that's at Wandering Bus Dude on Instagram. Sounds good, man. Well, this has been an awesome chat and uh, great to finally connect and look forward to keeping in touch and seeing all your adventures. Yeah, man. I really appreciate you having me. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for dealing with all of my little tangents, but uh, I really appreciate it, man. And I'm excited to to watch from afar of all the amazing things that you have in store. So thanks, brother. Thanks, bro.